And welcome back, folks, to the Travel Blazers podcast. That's us, the Travel Blazers. We're basically European uh, connoisseurs at this point. We really are. We have both spent time in Europe uh, this year. And I got to say, I love Europe, like, a lot. Yeah, I I felt that way about Scotland. Um, I could, I think I could live in Italy. That's the classic thing that everyone who goes on any vacation says when they come back. Yeah. But I also felt that way about uh, Scotland. Yeah. So I went on this uh, Viking cruise, 15th anniversary, although we've been married 16 years now, but, you know, COVID pushed everything back. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we went on this Viking cruise, Mediterranean cruise. We went, we were in Rome for two days. Uh, then we went to Livorno, Italy, uh, which is a short drive of what, you know, you can, you can drive like an hour and a half and you're in Tuscany. It's not delivery. It's Livorno. That's right. <laughs> well played. Uh, and so, you know, went to Tuscany, went to a, a, a medieval town called San Gimignano. We went to Villefranche, um, Surmer, which is like French village by the sea, which is a short train ride from Monaco. So I went to Monaco, uh, went to went tar Marseille, France. Viva la Marseille. Yes. And then we ended up in Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, yes. Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, and I will say I've, I am head over heels for both Italy and France. Marseille. Let me say something here. Marseille. Is one of the is one of the best cities I've ever visited. I've been to a lot of cities. Yeah, you have. Marseille is one of the one of my favorite cities I've ever visited. It is uh, forget Paris. Like if like y'all need to put Marseille on your list. Unbelievable. Uh, just uh, just a a wonderful town. Uh, and and also you know it's been on my bucket list for over twenty years to visit uh, the Tuscan countryside of Italy. It right. lived up to every expectation, exceeded the expectations. I want to. I if I was like if I was like Elon Musk rich, I'd have some land there with a you know a spring and summer home or something. Like George Clooney. Like George Clooney, I I just it, Italy is amazing. The coffee in Italy is great too, by the way. Not in Scotland. Not in Scotland. Oh, really? That stinks. Yeah, that uh, was the one thing. Like, I ate a lot of good food there, but I did not have a single good cup of coffee. <laughs> okay, so interestingly enough, the Viking ship that I was on, it was one of their big ships that, like, it holds 930 passengers. Uh, the food was good. The coffee was subpar. Yeah, on the ship? I, yeah, on the ship. Like, I was... And they have these... They have expensive machines, expensive espresso machines and everything. And it just... It, like, you can't get past a, a, a subpar roast, Nick. Yeah a roast so i was i was kind of disappointed in the coffee but everything else in the ship was was pretty dang great i gotta say it was like it was like an ikea ship yeah um <laughs> so everything was kind of like you know scandinavian but they have this on this ship they have something called the explorer's lounge and the and like the dishware was great the carpet was great it was lit really well it was very uh it felt very like um rich person reading room Holland's Rich Slide Reading Room. Holland's Rich Slide, that's a throwback. That's a throwback. So you have to, if you guys don't know what Holland's Rich Slide is, you'll have to go back to whatever episode we talked about it on and, and listen. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Maybe maybe some of you have photographic or photoeric Identic. What, what is it? Identic. Identic memory. So you can always you can remember anything you hear. Yep. 
Okay, I didn't. I didn't that's a new term. I learned something new today. Yep. Uh, so you have to, maybe maybe y'all can answer that question. Okay, enough about travels. This isn't this is really not the Travel Blazers podcast. This is the Trelure Blazers. By the way, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm joined by the illustrious Nick Kelly. That's me. The Alawan. The Alawan. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about what we done had watched this past week. What we done had watched this past week. All right. So. As you recall, last week when Jess was here, I, I was questioning some of yours because uh, it looks like you watched a lot of just random strings of numbers and letters. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. There's a lot of uh, weird stuff in here. And it's not, a lot of it's just like snippets of stuff, too. Like, I didn't even finish stuff. Well, why don't you start off and we'll go All right, through so, your list. So, I've watched a couple episodes of that Exception show um, just, you know, before the trip. Probably will continue watching it. I started watching FIFA Uncovered. I got about 15 minutes in. It was like bored to tears. I was like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, sounds. I was bored hearing it. Oh gosh, it's you know the the whole big deal with like FIFA's taking money probably to have the games in Cutter and all this kind of. Anyway, it's boring, guys. Like I, you have to be like real into it, into that sort of stuff to to find this interesting. It's, it's a snoozeville. Uh, skip it. Uh, Money Heist Korea, Joint Economic Area. I watched episode <laughs> one. Uh, I probably will keep watching this because the, the premise is kind of fun. Very anime-style premise, you know? Yeah. Uh, like Squid Game kind of was. Um, so, yeah, weird name, but I'll, I'll keep watching it, I think. Good. Um, okay, so this is the string of numbers thing. There's a, there's a computer-animated anime called Ghost in the Shell SAC underscore 2045. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. It looks like you tried to save a JPEG. Yeah. Um, I watched episode one and probably will not continue to watch. It's just like nothing happens. You know, it's like a show where nothing happens. Is it better or worse than the Blade Runner anime? Oh, I think it's better than that. Hard to be worse. But boy, Hard to be worse. You got it. I watched that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That's my favorite of the year so far. That's great, man. Uh, Mantis, um, uh, I can never remember her name. Um, Palm Clementif. Pa- Clementif. She's delightful in it. She's so delightful. Yeah, she was definitely the... Well, she's my favorite like guardian, so it was nice to see her get a lead spot. It really was. Um, also, I think in the last um, podcast that you did with Jess in the Next Room, you said that um, you didn't really read much of, much of the Guardians of the Galaxy comics. They're not good. Yeah, no, well, I don't like the uh, whole Spartax thing, and, and the movie got rid of that, and that's my favorite thing about the movies. Yeah, and I don't like that his dad is Jason. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because <laughs> oh. somebody asked James Gunn once, they were like, why did you change Guardians uh, where Quill's father is Ego instead of Jason of Spartax? And James Gunn went, because Quill's father was called Jason of Spartax. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Also, no. there was the, the guy with the British flag on his chest, uh, Jack Flag. Captain Brit. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like Jack. He's in the game. I don't know. Yeah, Union Jack or Union Jack's. Jack or somebody. Who, yeah. Who cares, dude? The, the, skip the comics. Go with the the movies in the holiday special. You might hear dogs barking in the background of my episode today because we are dog sitting. Yeah, it's the it's the the chili and um, Maru Maru show. Yeah, ep- yeah, episode. they're they're dog battling in the next room, so they're being kind of loud. 
Is it episode two today? Because yesterday they were the first day together. Well, they he came on Thursday night, so today is the second full day. Um, I watched Bullet Train uh, on the plane. Jess and I are going to watch that after this. It, it's worth a watch. Good. It's worth a watch. Um, I watched Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I still haven't seen that. It's like Missy's favorite movie. Um, I don't. I hate to disappoint Missy. I really didn't like it all that much. Well, I don't know if uh, every movie's for everyone, so I don't think she'll be mad at you. No, I just, I, I'll, I have a lot of friends that love it, and like everybody has been like, "Oh my gosh, it's great!" And I was like, "Eh, I wasn't like, a, I wasn't really into it." Um, although I do like, I still like Michelle Yao. I think she's great. Yeah, she's the best. Um, this first thing on your list, I am really anxious to hear about what you thought about this thing. Okay, so I watched the Netflix movie Troll or Troll, you know, in the <laughs> in the accent of Norway, and I enjoyed it. The VFX were really good, like real good. Yeah, on this troll, that's great. The plot is a very generic action movie plot. Okay, but you're not there for that. No, you don't. Any any deeper plot would have only gotten in the way. Um, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, it was real good VFX and like you could watch this with a group of people and have fun or it's just fun monster movie to watch by yourself uh, Troll Hunter is still the best oh. Nordic troll movie okay, okay. so I'll still say that one is the, the superior movie okay um, and then I, Jess and I watched all of Wednesday we're trying to watch everything on Netflix because I only I'm only going to have it for a month and cancel it again so we watched all of Wednesday. Uh, I liked it a lot, but I love the Adams family. Uh, I said it last week. It's like it's like there was a CW show happening, and then Wednesday came in and disrupted the CW show, which was very funny. Okay, um, so I, I've heard this, like that. That's kind of what it is. I, I saw news. I saw like a headline that was like Marvel picks up Wednesday director or something like this. Yeah, one of the directors is going to direct on, oh, I forget what, Loki or something? Oh, okay. All right. I was like, I don't. I hope it's not like a tent peg Marvel movie kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember what series. They, oh, no, it, was it Wonder Man? or I don't know. It was one of the series. But I think Jenna Ortega, uh, who plays Wednesday, was also cast in Daredevil Born Again. And so I think she's going to be in that as well. Okay. And then I watched, uh, the reason that I got Netflix was so I could watch Inside Job Season 2, because Inside Job came out, and it was great. Uh, I think the storyline for Season 2 was better, like the overall storyline, but the character interactions weren't as fun, because they weren't, they already knew each other, so a lot of the fun of Season 1 was them, like, meeting each other. Uh, but it was still really good. But Like I said, the storyline was better, and also Adam Scott was in it, so there was a lot of Party Down references, because it was Lizzie Kaplan and Adam Scott, and I love Party Down. And then I watched uh, season four of Doom Patrol started, so Jess and I started that last night, and it's just as weird as ever. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Speaking of uh, Marvel stuff, we talking about Wednesday and directors stuff, um, I think Marvel said they're going to slow down on a lot of stuff. Um yeah. Yes. Uh, one of the things they said was that they're going to slow down and so they can ensure uh, quality over quantity. And that was yeah, one of the right. things uh, to come out of Bob Iger 
replacing Bob Chappick because Bob Chappick was kind of like annoying Kevin Feige into releasing things every month or something. And uh, so as soon as he disappeared, suddenly uh, they were like, hey, guess what? We're going to slow down a little. I don't mind this at all. I, I definitely want quality over quantity. Yeah, me too. For sure. And then the other piece, I know we kind of like blended news with what we done had watched, which is fine because we don't have a whole lot of news this week. But they canceled yeah. Wonder Woman 3. Yeah, no no great loss in my opinion after that second one. Yeah, after the second one, I'm just like, eh, and not not too not too worried about. It. I don't care about DC anyway. So no, I I also am a James Gunn loyalist. So like, I feel like he knows what he's doing with his restructuring of that, and everything he said so far is right. <laughs> he's like, I've sat through enough bad to or mediocre to terrible DC movies to know that it needs to be reset. All right, folks. Well, we've got a a chock full chalk, chalk chock full show for you today so let's get right into the new 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 trailers folks we have an adele 19 yeah and two of them are the same just because i didn't want ben to miss out on talking about these first two last week yeah so guardians of the galaxy volume three that trailer um looks great as usual the the effects are second to none in this no well like two was the first Marvel movie shot in 4K. And I still think that the creature at the beginning is one of the best CG creatures of all time. Like, I always think CGI looks good if it feels like it has weight. Uh, and that f- creature felt like it had mass, you know? Yeah. Um, you are going to tell me that I'm wrong, but I like Guardians of the Galaxy 1 better than 2. No, it's not better. It is wrong. You are wrong. I, I, I believe it is better. That, it that's is not, It is not better. <laughs> he says objectively Obje- it, my it opinion is objectively, is objective. uh, incorrect that one is better than two <laughs> um so when when does this come out when does uh, volume three come out uh it comes out in uh may may 6th okay. or something like that okay so we're in for a, maybe a fun may, 5th. may yeah okay cool um next that we have a trailer for something called indiana jones and the dial of destiny not the the best name for an indiana jones movie ever but uh, this is coming in as Indiana Jones 4 in my mind. In my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept that. No argument here. Uh, the plot, there is really no plot other than uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, he says, is his goddaughter in the trailer. Uh, so I don't know what that means. And um, Shia LaBeouf isn't in it. And so it's automatically got that going for it. Yeah. Do you think they retcon and say like, oh, he, he, he doesn't have a son or whatever? I'd be okay with that, or just not mentioning it at all. Yeah, I would be fine with that too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, I was so soured by the, the, the whatever one that this one. I'm, I'm like, I, I think I'm coming in with very low expectations. I'll put it to you that way. It's smart to start with low expectations. I. I'm not soured by the last one just because I respect it so little and also the director is different. I feel like Spielberg hasn't done anything great in a while. Yeah, I think I think I agree. He needs he needs like a a refresh of his mind or something. He should take like a vacation and and do some inner soul searching before he does another movie. But this yeah. is James Mangold, so. Yeah. 
Well, we'll see. We'll uh, cautious optimism, perhaps. I, yeah, maybe. that's yeah, that's the way to approach this one. Yeah. Then we have a trailer for the Bad Batch season two. Yeah. So the Bad Batch is is part of the clone army, but these were like defective ones that got turned into their own little commando unit, and because of the defects, they were not. Uh, part of the order 66 because it didn't work on them because they're defective um so they're kind of once that happened they broke off into a little splinter group and this is sort of following them but the main thing that this is doing is sort of like showing the bridge between the republic and the empire and like the first stormtroopers and them realizing that they're recruiting people instead of cloning people and stuff like that and it's just been really good so far. So looking forward to this. Yeah, I need to I need to get started with all this with my son Cyrus. He's 5 now, so I think I think we can probably start some of this. I think so. Also, was glad to see Gunji the Wookiee from The Clone Wars and also Commander Cody from Revenge of the Sith. Hey, it'd be kind of cool to see one of these characters show up in Andor. Yeah, I agree. Uh it's happening at the same time, so Yeah. That would be a good tie in there. I think that I think that would make fans just like freak out. Yep. Uh, all right. The next up, we have a trailer for the Pale Blue Eye. A world-weary detective is hired to investigate the murder of a West Point cadet. Stymied by the cadet's code of silence, he enlists one of their own to help unravel the case. A young man the world would come to know as Edgar Allan Poe. So, uh, I think the Pale Blue Eye is a Poe short story. Um, but this one is, it sounds like it's like fourth wall breaking or something. I don't know what, not fourth wall breaking, but like behind that, you know, like, I don't know what I'm saying here. It's a whodunit, Nick. This is is a whodunit and we, and we've got the Poe connection here. We got Christian Bale, uh, using his real accent, which I've never seen him do in a movie. Uh, Jillian Anderson's in it. Toby Jones, which immediately sold me once I saw him in the trailer. I love Toby Jones. Toby Jones is great. Uh, this I would watch alone just for the costume design, for the period piece aesthetics. Like It looks really cool, uh, but it's probably good. Like Christian Bale's a really good actor. Yeah. Uh, Toby Jones is really good, and uh, it's on Netflix, so low barrier to entry. Yeah. I just wonder how slow of a burn it will be. You think it's going to be a slow burn? It'll, I imagine it'll have to be somewhat of a... If it's a movie, it's it's not a series, so it, it'll have to clip along a little, but it'll probably be a slower burn. I'm okay with a slow burn. As long as stuff happens and there's good stuff to look at, you know? Yeah, I can take... The, the better the aesthetics, the the slower yeah. burn I can take. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's That's one of those, uh, those charts is like one decreases the other one has to rise or something and it like makes an x and that's like the perfect spot yeah exactly or I whatever agree. it is yeah so the pale blue eye coming out on netflix sometime yep. sometime next we have a trailer for 1923 yep the duttons face a new set of challenges in the early 20th century including the rise of western expansion prohibition and the great depression this is that harrison ford helen mirren uh western but however we learned in this trailer that also timothy dalton is in it and you can't go wrong with timothy dalton you, you really can't it's great and this uh you know I, I i think i might be in the mood for a western nick especially with this cast like this 
Yeah, it's a um, it's a pretty stacked cast. Harrison Ford is making non-Harrison Ford-ish choices lately, and it's interesting. He's like he's gonna be General Ross in Thunderbolts. That's mind blowing. I can't. I would have bet every single piece of money I would ever make in my life that Harrison Ford would never be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> what is this? Is this is Paramount Plus, right? Yes, I think so, which okay. I have. I, I have it too, so I can watch it. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. Next up, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. This is like a um a featurette. Yeah. Uh, a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic. Things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. So this is the D&D movie. It's the second trailer. We got our Chris Pine, we got Michelle Rodriguez, we got Justice Smith, we got Hugh Grant, we got Sophia Lillis, all these people. This still looks fun here in trailer two. It it does. I think it's I think they have the right tone that yes, this needs. Agreed. And um sort of action comedy fantasy action fantasy comedy. Yeah. And if this works, it means two things. We could get a fun trailer. I mean a a, a fun um sequel or, or sequels or spinoffs or it may give us more action fantasy comedies which i'm definitely okay with i like that mm-hmm. i don't need all my fantasies real dark you know we have our we have uh, guillermo del toro for that yep but uh the light-hearted stuff like this it looks great it's almost like uh guardians of the galaxy fantasy that's what i was thinking yeah there's like no parallel for that because you can do People do a lot of lighthearted sci-fi stuff and like your Star Trek Lower Decks and Futuramas and stuff, but like yeah. fantasy, there's what Critical Role. Is that a show? Yeah, I, it was a D and D podcast. Right now, it's an animated show too. Okay. Yeah, ironic I think that like... it was also D and D based. Yeah, interesting. Well, um, what, I, when is this? This is a movie. Yes. So it's coming out in theaters. Is it yeah. coming out this year? Is it a Christmas movie? No, March thirty first, twenty twenty three. Oh, okay, okay. There, there seems to be at least some practical monster effects in this that look really good. Yeah, there's. I think there's going to be a lot of CGI too. Yeah. So one never knows. Like a movie like this, you tend to get pretty uh, uh, CGI heavy VFX. Yeah. But it would benefit from some practical stuff too. Yeah, I I think a little mix would be all right. Yeah, it still it looks fun, and and it could either be terrible or fun. Like there's yeah. no in between. Like I feel like there's no way this is just like okay. It's either real fun or real bad. Well, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I think I have higher hopes for this. Yeah, yeah. So. Plus Hugh Grant is in it. That's funny. Yeah, that's Alone. funny. Well, hopefully it'll live up to. Uh, the expectations. Next, yep. we have a trailer for Treason. Adam Lawrence was trained and groomed by M6, MI6. I almost said M16. <laughs> his, <laughs> his career seems set. When the past catches up with him in the form of Kara, a Russian spy with whom he shares a complicated past, he is forced to question everything and everyone in his life. Uh, this stars Charlie Cox uh, and Olga Kirlenko and... Uh, Kieran Hines, and it's a series on Netflix, and when I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, I, this could be good, this seems cool, and then I was like, is this because I just like the cast, though? Like, is this, Yeah. 
Because I can't really tell what it's about even from the yeah. even from that description. Yeah, it's just like a lot. Of, are you double agent? I'm not a double agent. He's probably double agent. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I re- I just wish this was Daredevil and Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. I, that's where I want my Charlie's Coxes and uh, uh, Olga's Karolenko. Same here. This to me, this trailer just made it look meh. Like that. That's kind of sad because if this is going to be like a really good show, the trailer did not do it justice. If that's I the concur. Case. Yeah, it was kind of a dull trailer, and the only thing that sold it to me was the cast. Yeah, a dull that dull. That's the that's the word for it. Dull. Mm -hmm. Not not quite crumo. Not crumo, which is the word we tried to think of that one time. (laughs) I love that. Me, me, my sister and I say booger. You know, because that that's where on the on this podcast I I say booger. Yep. But on on the trip, you know, my sister actually was on the was on this cruise as well. And so we started calling things uh, Boogerissimo. <laughs> we just started you know, adding. When in Rome. When in Rome. We started adding Isimo to a lot of things, but uh, uh, Boogerissimo was said quite a bit. Very good. But not as much as as uh, what the phrase that we got from you. That's well medieval, isn't it? <laughs> That's well medieval, isn't it? <laughs> we said that constantly because obviously there's a lot of medieval stuff in yeah, Europe. So. Definitely. <laughs> That's well medieval, isn't it? All right. Um, okay, so the next trailer we have is You People. I can only think of Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Going, what do you mean, you people? And then uh, uh, the other guy, Brandon T. Jackson, going, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> uh, the plot uh, of this is, follows a new couple and their families who find themselves examining modern love and family dynamics amidst clashing cultures, societal expectations, and generational differences. Uh, that's interesting because from the trailer, I thought the whole thing was going to be uh, Jonah Hill talking to Eddie Murphy and his wife uh, in the bar about whether he could marry their daughter. Yeah. But apparently it's not. Um, I don't think this is for me. No, I wouldn't watch this. The only thing uh, uh, that I thought was Jonah Hill looks like my cousin. But this is a haircut that he would never have. Yeah. So I was like, this is the only way I could ever see him looking like this. It's not a great look. No, I don't I don't think so either. Like the like the slicked in the front and then kind of curly in the back. It's it's not a great look. No, he looked like a he looked like a, kind of like a meth user would look to me. He he looks like a guy that'd be making corn dogs at the fair in the nineteen seventies. That's it. That's what he looks like. I, yeah. I retract my dumb joke that I couldn't think of a punchline for uh, and submit to your far better use of the medium. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go watch the trailer if you want to see what he looks like. Yeah. He he looks like he fixes uh, Ferris wheels. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, last trailer here, the Adele 19th trailer, is something called Meg- M3GAN, Megan. Yeah, Let's call M- it M3 again because M3-gan. one of my most hated things in life is when they use uh, numbers for letters in movie tra- in movie poster titles, you know, or movie yeah. titles. Yeah. So I always say I always pronounce it the way they don't want you to. Yeah. So this is M3 again. M3-gan. The plot is a robotics engineer at a toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. Uh, this is uh, produced by James Wan. Which is the only reason that I'm not writing this off entirely, because the movie Malignant, 
which was from James Wan, though I think he directed Malignant. Uh, Malignant is the most buckwild, insane, scary movie of this current century that we're in. And was the most fun final act of a movie that I've seen in recent memory. Just because I remember of how you, nuts it was. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this one on the on this podcast. Right. So it's like this looks this movie M Threegan looks really, really bad. Yeah. But so did Malignant. And Malignant was it it had this mask of being terrible for like two thirds of the movie. You're like, what am I watching? This is terrible. But then the end made it all worth it. And it's like this can't be that too, could it? <laughs> but I'm afraid to question him after that. Yeah. Can he make lightning strike twice? Um, only thing I'm going to say about this, it doesn't look good, but the only thing I'm going to say about this is there's a scene where M3 again, the robot starts running on all fours. And I have decided, Nick. <laughs> okay. I've decided that I don't like it when they make humans run on all fours in movies. It's stupid. It doesn't work. The butt the butt is higher in the air than the rest of the body. No other four-legged animal does that because it's stupid and, and human legs are longer than arms and it just doesn't work. It's not faster. It'll never be stop it's fetch, okay? First of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's never believable. I don't I I hate it. I don't stop doing this. Stop doing this and taking pills without water. Uh, I don't care if Nick does it in real life. It's not a thing. Stop. Also, uh, it only makes me think of the Rob Schneider movie, The Animal. <laughs> so if you want me to think about that every time you make a movie, uh, you're, you're doing that to yourselves, you know? Write into us and tell us stupid stupid uses of this in movies, like where, where you saw it in a movie and it was stupid. Yeah, people running on all fours. I hate it. Stop it. Get some help. All right, that's that's enough. That's enough of this. Uh, that's all the new new trailers, folks. And that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. I asked perhaps one of the most popular question times of all time last week. <laughs> uh, when it was one that I thought of just before we started recording, too. Of course. Uh, based on Jess's obsession with Legos, uh, like literally the, our basement is full of, like our basement is full of boxes of Legos, you know, like Lego sets and uh, we asked if you could have one Lego set of anything, what would it be? And my cousins answered right away, Squid, and he said, "McAnally's Pub from the Dresden Files. It'll never happen because it's from a book with no visual cues to follow. But if I get to do what I want, that's what I'd make." <laughs> and uh, this is your answer, Squid. So we, you can do what you want. Yeah. Uh, Steph said, "The Library and the Bronze from Buffy." I would buy that. Yeah, Buffy Legos would be a good one. You do the library, you could do the bronze. They probably could make like Spike's little hideout from season three. Um, it's hard to think of locations of of great significance later on, but I would like the minifigs anyway. Um, ben Moon. Or, no, I, I skipped a. I skipped one. <laughs> uh, Sheila said Ellen Lee's Rivendell, and I was delighted to inform her. That that is actually a set that is in active production right now. That's fantastic. It's going to be five hundred dollars, but they are making it. Ugh. Oof. Um. So I actually piped in on uh on Instagram during my vacation. I saw this, 
And um, so I said the rainy, uh, the rainy streets of Blade Runner. Yeah, I would buy every single Blade Runner set if they made it. And this would have to have um, sort of like a um, some sort of LED component to it, where it's like the the pink and the teal lights and stuff. You can get LED light up kits for pretty much any Lego set that exists. Excellent. Uh, I have one in my. I have a custom Ayavagamado one from Kevin, and I have LEDs for that. And then Jess has the tall neck from Horizon Forbidden West, and we didn't build the. We didn't get the lighting kit yet, but they make one, and I'm gonna get it. That's the the. I'm gonna make a reference to the tall necks later on in this podcast. So that's weird that it came up twice. Oh yeah, that's 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 it. Uh, Bridget said Pemberley from the 1995 version of Pride and Prejudice, which to me seems like something that would be made. Like, I would think this would be a thing. You think so? Yeah, Pride and Prejudice is a very famous book, and I just feel like Lego at some point would do something like that. That'd be for a a very adult collecting audience. Yeah, that's true, but there's a lot of those for Legos. Yeah, there are. That's true. That's interesting to think about. Uh, Elaine said, well... I couldn't think of an answer right away, so I asked my nephew, and he said, Mammy's house, a.k.a. uh, her mom, uh, and his grandmother, obviously, Yep. and all of our family as Lego people, and I can't beat that answer. Sar. Sar. So it might be interesting if you could, like, take photos around your house, and then Lego could, like, produce a Lego version of your house, and then minifigs of, like, pictures of your family. Yeah, I think there's like ways you can make custom like you can build it on the website and then it'll tell you what pieces you need uh and you can order them, but like huh. I don't think you can get like custom made pieces cuz I my answer was cheers and like I would want it to have specific cheers specific pieces, you know, not just a generic bar. Yeah. Cheers would be great. Yeah, I would buy that immediately. That would be, um, be pretty great. Also, I would buy what Jay said, and Jay said the cabin from Evil Dead. I can see it now with the little deer head on the wall that laughs. Little Lego Ash with a chainsaw plug-in hand. You, know, you could have a, a well with like a, a, a Lego geyser of blood coming out. <laughs> yeah, it would be just a bunch of piled up little red pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little little Lego Ted Raimi underneath the stairs. That'd be great. That'd be great. Kevin had a great answer. He said, I feel like a broken record with my question times uh, replies sometimes, but SWAT cats applies here for me. Excellent. Yep. Give me all those fun machines they've got in the show. Jets, motorcycles, monster trucks, jet skis, tanks, and even mechs. All of them were in there, and they'd all make fun Lego sets. Yes, they would, and they could have a bunch of different sets make a lot of money. And then he also says Kung Fu Panda. And, that would uh, be another good one. That would be another really good one. Because... That that uh, that sort of Chinese aesthetic uh, would work really well. Yeah, we have a bunch of like different like Monkey Kid sets, which is like the uh, for what's it called, the Journey West or whatever. Uh, Jess has a lot of those, and it would be similar to that, I think. Uh, Jen said, "I want an Iron Giant set and a Cosmo the Space Dog on Nowhere set. Gimme, gimme, gimme." Oh man, those are both super solid answers. Oh man. It's possible that there will be a Cosmo Lego when Guardians 3 comes out because Cosmo's on the poster for Guardians 3. Uh, but yeah, Iron Giant, that seems like a great one. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, we got Cosmo in the in the Christmas special. Yep, yep. 
voiced by Maria Bakalova. Yep. So great answers, everybody. Thanks for writing in. Um, I wonder why this one was so popular. Is it just because people love Legos? People love Legos, and also they were allowed to choose from anything. Uh, yeah. What would look good as Legos? It just—I think it was a fun question. It was a—it was a great question. It makes me think, like maybe we should, th- maybe we should think about what people really like, and then base questions around that. And now we'll get—we'll get a big response. Yeah, less specific to <laughs> <laughs> what we're yeah. talking about. All right. Well, if they so we, we didn't do a questions time because we were kind of rushing through this. So I don't know why you would write into us this well, week. Well, you but could you, write a, write into us to tell us the worst instance of people running on four legs in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could tell us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, or you could email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, and you can rate and review us on apple podcasts and if you go ahead and leave a five-star rating and review quick mickey is going to tell you what happens well folks guess who's back in the saddle again busy quick nicky that was last week was quick nicky he did a pretty good job filling in for old quick mickey and i was impressed there that he did that so anyway, if you ride into us this week, and uh, not ride into us, but ride on Apple to ride in on there and leave, you know, five-star views, maybe a few words of delight or whatever it is, we're going to start our own dude ranch. Um, I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but um, we're going to have that, and maybe we can invite Timothy Dalton for a ribbon kidding. Or not Harrison Ford, because I don't think he likes anything these days. But we're just going to have real horses, and Missy can come out and ride horses out there and out somewhere. And uh, I don't really want to deal with the horses. I'll pay somebody else to do that. We'll, we can do that. We'll advertise it, many. But, but you do have to leave that riding on there. And if you leave the best worded essay... On there, you get a free trip out to Quick Mickey Dude Ranch. That's a working title, but you get to come out of there. But you you got to be creative with your words. And that's true in life, and that's a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I have a pale blue eye. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm turning up the dial of destiny to 11. Happy Trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the video games. One quarter portion of the show. Folks, we actually have a chock full video game section. We haven't had one this chock full in quite some time. Yeah, we didn't even do one last week. <laughs> Just forget about it. So, not only have I been playing a ton of stuff, but there was the Game Awards, 2022 Game Awards, and that gave us an Adele Tain. Uh, number of trailers, so we're, we're gonna have a fun time today in the video games. Uh, now you have been playing HF Dub. Yeah, I'm still playing Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I'm on the retrieval of the Demeter 
quest right now, so if you've played that, you know what that means. So there's about to be a big shift in the in the narrative, I think, because it's the last active main quest line that I have. So we'll see. Uh, I, I got to beat it, and before Jedi Survivor comes out, but yeah. I have a lot of time. So yeah, yeah, you do. Well, as you know, I think I talked about this previously that my, you know, my game pass ran out. So I got the PlayStation premium, PlayStation plus premium. So I've been playing a lot of different stuff. My kids have been playing the heck out of Miles Morales. Oh, it's so fun. They love it. Um, So they've been playing that. Um, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. God, it's good. One of the best, one of the best games. It is so good. You feel like such a BA in that game. Oh my goodness. It's so so I'm playing with I'm playing it with the Japanese subtitles, um, which I you know how I like to do. Same God, voice actor. Man, it's so good. Uh, uh I've also been playing Tetris Effect Connected because I I had never I'd always wanted to play Tetris Effect, never got a chance to it. I love it. It's great. That sounds like a good uh time uh yeah. killer. It is. It's like Tetris and and music together, so it's great. Um, also, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is on there, which is just Castlevania. I mean, it is such a Castlevania game. It's just Castlevania. I just assumed it was Castlevania. Yeah, I mean, it may as well be. Um, love it. It is great. Um, I'm a big Castlevania fan. You know, Metroidvania games I love. I love it. So good. Um, I've been, I played a little bit of Shadowrun Dragonfall on the plane just because I had it on my, my laptop and it was like the only game that was working for some reason on the plane, uh, when we were flying over the Atlantic. It was very weird. But the game I've been playing the most, Nick. Yeah. I'm addicted. I'm going to admit. I'm like helplessly addicted. The mobile game, Marvel Snap, just came out this year. Marvel Snap. Guys, it is addictive. Yeah, my cousins are obsessed with this game. I'm obsessed with it. I cannot stop playing every like spare moment. I, you know, it's, like normally you maybe like you sit down on the toilet and you're gonna scroll through your social media. No, no, Marvel Snap. Do I have five minutes? We snapping, baby. <laughs> I I can't get enough of it. I even tried to create some new deck. I have two two decks that I play. Tried to create some more today with some some different effects and stuff, and it just didn't work out. Anyway, it doesn't matter, guys. It's free. It's completely free. Um. You can, I mean, it's the, the, they walk you through the, it's, it's got one of the best tutorials I've ever had gone through. Cause you just start playing the game. They're like, let's just start playing the game. And then they start adding on the layers and then you, you kind of learn, man, it, oh, I cannot, I'm gushing about this game. Cause I'm just, I love it. Sounds like, I mean, that's all they're, they're doing and talking about. So yeah. I'm surrounded by this game. Yeah. I wonder if you'll break down and get it. Will you break down and get it? I don't like card game type things. Oh, okay. So I probably won't. But I like, like Marvel. Yeah. He doesn't like a card battler. He don't like it. So anyway, that's what I we, what we uh, have been playing. Let's talk about these here new, new video game trailers. Yeah, we got a lot, actually. We do. We have an Adele to Ean. Yeah, and some of them are cool. Yeah, they really are. This first one looks good. You you put this on here, but it looks great. Yeah, so this first one is Hellboy Web of Word. And uh, I pulled up, because this is a teaser trailer, and the style of it is how I wish they would make Hellboy movies. It's just like the comic books. This is like a comic book in motion. It looks amazing. It says it's a... It says it's a roguelite action adventure that features an original story created by Mike Mignola. 
In addition, Mignola has provided the game's key art, which looks nearly identical to the comic style. Uh, they they really did a great job of the art direction in this. Yeah, there's there's really no uh, plot synopsis, but people are speculating because it says, while it is yet to be confirmed, word could be a reference to another Dark Horse series of the same name. Because it's spelled W-Y-R-D. Yeah. It says, the short-lived series followed the invincible Pitnor Weird, a fellow paranormal investigator that the U.S. was said to turn to when things got a bit, well, weird. However, due to the series underperforming, it was uh, it doesn't seem particularly likely that it's connected to that, but either way, I'm going to get this game, and I hope it's good. They made a Hellboy game before called Science of Evil that I have that wasn't that great, uh, but this one looks more interesting to me than that one. The only thing I'm worried about is if the game play is kind of like Dark Souls. Yeah, if it's too hard. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. But I'll I'll get it automatically because it's Hellboy. Supporting that IP. Yep. Next trailer we have here is Gigabash Godzilla DLC. So Gigabash we talked about a long time ago. And it's, yeah. it's this brawler game of like kaijus in the city. Kind of like King of the Monsters on the Super Nintendo or uh, the Godzilla game for the regular Xbox. That was great. But now they added a bunch of Godzilla characters. So they added Godzilla and Destroya and Gigan and Mechagodzilla. And uh, there's like a burning Godzilla mode from Godzilla vs. Destroya. And this just makes me want the game a lot more. Yeah, it looks it does look fun. Um, it's hard to beat the, the kaiju of Godzilla, too. That is true, yeah. I, I, it's kind of weird to me that Gigan was in there with all of these Hesai-era monsters like Destroya. Yeah. Guy Gigan is a Showa era monster. Yeah, but I, I'm not gonna look a gift kaiju in the mouth. No, <laughs> uh, you never not never look a gift kaiju in the mouth. <laughs> um, then we have a trailer for Tekken Eight. I've never played a Tekken, and I had to be. I was like, because it it sounds like Tetris to me, so I always think of Tetris, and then I have to remind myself it's like a fighting game. <laughs> well this is a fighting game for sure um i don't i don't i'm done with fighting games that aren't smash brothers i mean i did enjoy the dragon ball z fighting game i, I wish i was that. good at them so i could play those dragon ball fighting games yeah that see that's the problem The you know the last game well the game that really let me know that i'm not good at fighting games was marvel versus capcom 3 i think it was uh-huh yeah so i bought that and i was like oh yeah man it's gonna be so awesome fighting game and then i was like okay you know i played the game and then i was like okay let me, let me go online let me play some other people and when they just wipe the floor with you and it's not even close like it's not even anywhere remotely close and they just juggle you the whole time you're just like you know what i'm gonna take this game back i'm done yep i'm done and i haven't made the same mistake since other than dragon ball z which i, I did have fun with but i you know like I, i'm not gonna buy anymore if it's not smash brothers i'm not interested I bought Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 and was terrible at both of them, but I did buy them both when they were heavily on sale. Oh, yeah. That's good. Um, is anybody out there excited about Tekken 8? Are you y'all some Tekken people? I don't know. Let us know. Let us know. Then we have a trailer for Transformers Reactivate. This is a reveal trailer from the Game Game Awards. Yeah, I, I looked this up because this this is nothing. This trailer doesn't tell you no. anything. But it says uh-uh. it's an online game coming to PC and consoles. 
Oh gosh, well, I want I'm extra not interested. Yeah, so it's some sort of online Transformers game. Uh, I played <laughs> one Transformers game once. I think it was a Beast Wars game, and I don't I don't remember much of it other than it was like a PlayStation One game, so it wasn't that great. Yeah, I I just did. Do Transformers game? Do those games sell well? I, I can only think of one, the Beast Wars one that I played a long time ago. There was one recently. It was like I don't know if it was War for Cyber. Was it War for Cybertron? Maybe that's the Netflix. That was the uh, animated one. Yeah, there was a movie or something. Well, there was a recent um, Transformers game that got they got rated pretty highly with like eights and eight eight and a halfs and, and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe Robot Voice remembers uh, like Pepperidge Farms. You're thinking of the 2015 game Transformers Devastation. Um, anyway, that's coming. That's something that's coming out. Um, then we have a trailer for Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Yeah, I had to look this up as well. It says that uh, players will assemble and pilot their own mech with 3D maneuverability to move freely through three-dimensional fast-paced missions. So I guess you make a mech and then you battle with the mech. Well, I do like that. I do be loving mechs, and the you know you piece them together, and then you get to use them. I I love that. Um, I've never played any of these Armored Core games, but you know I could be interested. However, I I sort of like strategy mech games more these days, like like your your Battle Tech uh, or um, uh, Cyber Drugs. What is it called? Uh, holy cow! I can't believe I forgot the name of it. Um, Cyberstorm. I don't know about that game. Well, that's a really old guess. An old Sierra. I think it's an old Sierra game. Really old. Let me know if any of you ever have ever played Cyberstorm, grid based, a hexagon grid based combat with mechs. Pretty fun. Yeah, I guess I just don't really need any mech games. Yeah, you're not not interested in mechs. Not really. Okay. Well, this is coming out. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be any like fancy controls for this. Or you're just going to use a, a controller. Uh, who knows? Uh, next, we have a trailer for Death Stranding 2. Yeah, I'd love to be able to tell you what this one's about, but I couldn't even tell you what the first one's about, and it's been out for like three years. Um, it's another Death Stranding game, so really cool-looking stuff with weird uh, sort of unhinged visuals. Uh, <laughs> dogs barking. Uh, I was able to to identify Léa Seydoux, Léa Seydoux, the French actress from uh, Wes Anderson movies, in this tr- as a video game character, which I was pretty impressed with. Is she the same girl that was in Detroit Become Human? She's also in the Netflix, or not the Netflix, the, uh, the Amazon The Tick show? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, this is the girl that's in James Bond. Yes, yes. Yes, okay, that's where I've seen her. Yeah, yep. okay. Um. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what this is or what's going on. I'd have to play the game, the first one, I guess. Yeah, it's really, Kojima's weird enough as it is, and Death Stranding is extremely strange. <laughs> yeah, it is. So anyway, you Death Stranding fans, uh, here comes another one. There you go. Uh, ne- the next trailer we have is something Nick's real excited about. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Day one purchase for him. Yeah, this is the sequel to uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, the story of Cal Kestis continues. Uh, it, there's no like plot synopsis. They want to keep it quiet, you know. Sure. Star Wars. But it's Cal. He's back. 
the graphics are better. The gameplay is probably just as hard. Uh, so I'll play <laughs> it on easy. <laughs> and I'm excited about it because the story for the first one was real good. I love his droid. He's got the same droid. Yep, BD-1. He's a great BD-1. droid. That's a great droid. I could use some BD-1 in the live action shows and stuff. Me too. Wish they would do that. Um, so this is, uh, I, you know, I, I never, I never played more than an, like an hour of the first one. I'd have to get back into it. Jess just started it, like today. Oh wow. Okay. Probably, I'm probably gonna be too busy playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> um, next, we have a trailer for Replaced. <laughs> I hear a dog howling. <laughs> uh, replaced. Is a 2.5D sci-fi retro-futuristic action platformer where you play as R-E-A-C-H, so Reach, an artificial intelligence trapped in a human body against its own will. Uh, this is like a pixelated kind of side-scrolly type game. 2.5D though, so it like zooms in and out. Like It looks dynamically, there's like a fight scene and it's like zooming in and out and looks pretty dynamic this to me this this game looks awesome like i think it, i think it's visually gripping you know with, with a lot of two a lot of 2d games can't do it but this one was like kind of stuff i had never seen before and it's kind of cyberpunky so i'm like very interested i'm gonna definitely be following this i have no idea when it comes out or what it's coming out for but i'm definitely interested yeah it's really cool i not one that I'll play, but it looks cool. I need to like put an alert or something on my phone for when this comes out. Yeah, it'd be nice if it came out on PlayStation Premium. That's what I'd really like. Okay, next up we have a trailer for Path of Gondwa. Yeah, this is a uh, an expansion for Path of Titans, which I had never heard of. Yeah, but it is apparently a game where you play as a dinosaur and like just go around doing dinosaur things. A baby dinosaur. <laughs> Yeah, is this going to be like kind of a chill game? I would rather it be like a chill game. It like, seems like you. it's up to you whether or not it is. Ugh, okay. Um, I like that they're taking the designs from the prehistoric planet on Apple. Like the Carnotaurus had the blue on his chest and uh, Dino Chirus was basically just Dino Chirus from that show. This is This is kind of an aside, but did you see that like over a half dozen new dinosaurs were discovered this year? Yeah, it's great year to be obsessed with paleon paleontology instagram yeah it's a, there's a, i love dinosaurs and megafauna still so i don't know i don't know if this is going to be something i want to play especially if it's like an expansion to something but um you know i could do like a, a like a chill scuba diving type game yeah with dinosaurs that would be kind of cool all right the a the Adele to Inth trailer um, that we have is it's a cinematic trailer for Diablo 4. Yeah, so in this trailer, there's like a bunch of paladins, and they're like on the gates of hell. And Tyrael, I think Tyrael probably from the previous Diablo games, the angel is with them. And then they're going to war against Lilith, who is the mother of all monsters. Yeah, they like go to hell to fight them. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, this is, uh, obviously it's a cool cinematic what you're gonna get from Blizzard. Yeah. Um. And these uh, these people wrecking shop in hell, kind of cool. Maybe you know this even though it's a cinematic trailer, you know what you're gonna get. You know yeah, it's it's, it's sure. Diablo. Diablo. They're gonna they're gonna give you Diablo. Diablo. Uh, 
Diablo 2 is probably in the top three games of games that I've put hours into, just from how much I played that at the time when it came out. Yeah, Diablo 2 is a good one. Oh yeah, for sure. 3 I played, but I wasn't as into it as 2. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, I played some. I played three too. I never finished it though. I I I did get sick of it eventually, but I made a. I got like a cheat code to finish it, so I would just could blaze through. Cause Act Four, I wasn't super into because it was kind of gross. Oh. But uh, cause you were like in hell and there's all these gross monsters, so I just <laughs> blazed through with the cheat code of Act Four. I always hate big old fat monsters with a lot of like pus and stuff. That's what's basically Act Four. Yeah, gross. Not not yeah. nothing. It's like boogerissimo monsters exploding with boogers. Going back though and looking at the graphics, it's like how could I be grossed out by this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're into it, you're into it. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that do- that about does it for. Uh, uh, oh, we we do have a piece of news here. We skipped over the news. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. So, true. the FTC is suing to stop this uh, Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. Here's my theory. It'll go through anyway because rich people always get what they want. Man, and if you were like, you want to take that bet? I'd be like, uh, are you kidding me? Of course not. I mean, yeah. Nick's probably right. Yeah, if you got a lot of money, you can get out of stuff like this or you can get past that. Or you can bribe the right people. There's so much corruption. Yep. Lobbyists or whatever. So, yep. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any uh, doubt that this could still go through, so... The FTC is basically like this goes against like the whole point of these laws and then the rich people will be like so what we're rich and then they'll get it and that's how this works for everything. That's how it works folks. That's how it works. Uh, but if I were rich I would just have a place in Tuscany the Tuscan countryside. You'd be neighbors with George Clooney. Yeah. Or um- Umberto whose farm I went to. I could have him sign my up in the air Blu-ray. You could do it. All right, folks. Well, uh, since we got nothing left, um, I want to tell you I'm Ben Moon for the tri- for the trailer blizes the Trailer Blazers. I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a day one purchase. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I want this Hellboy game now. Happy Trailsers. Yeah, no, well, I don't like the uh, whole Armageddon. thing, and, and the movie got rid of that, and that's my favorite thing about the movies. Yeah, and I don't like that his dad is... Armageddon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because <laughs> oh. somebody asked James Gunn once, they were like, why did you change Guardians, uh, where Quill's father is Ego instead of... Armageddon. And James Gunn went, because Quill's father was called... Armageddon. <laughs>